Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And today, or tonight, whatever, um, we're reviewing another religious movie called... What's it called, Mike? Exodus. Yeah. Gods and Kings. It's a 2014 British-American biblical epic film. Yeah, Mm. and it's directed by Ridley Ridley Scott. Yes, now... The guy who did Alien. Yeah. Now, the reason why we're doing this, like we've said to many other people at different times over the past 18 months or so, we do mainly sci-fi, horror, and fantasy, but we also do the other movie that we think is worthwhile reviewing, and that mm. falls in that category. Yeah. Okay. The interesting yeah. thing mm. about this movie, it, he dedicated it to his long-dead brother who died in 2012. Yep. He committed. He took his own life, sadly. Yep. Anyway, moving right along, mm. uh, produced by Peter Chernan, Ridley Scott, Tiano Topping, uh, Michael Schaefer, and Mark Huffam. Directed by, obviously, Ridley Scott. Uh, written by Adam Cooper, Bill College, uh, Jeffrey Kane, and Stephen Zalian. Is that Zalian? That's what a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah, now, obviously, it's a biblical epic. Yeah, and. It's, it's based on the Exodus. So, I've asked Sarah <laughs> not to go too much in it, because we all know the story, but we see we'll highlight parts of the story mm. which are worthwhile noting. Interesting yeah. thing, mm. guys. Um, mm. When they did this one, um, both Egypt and the other countries in the Middle East refused to air it. But so, due to historical inaccuracies. Mm. Well, how would they know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've told told this to Mike several on several occasions. How do we know what Moses really looked like? Uh, no, if you're not, not talking about historical inaccuracies on its history, but what in, they did, how it happened, yada yada yada, uh, and they didn't like it for that reason. There were other things about racial discrimination and not having local actors involved, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, well, that's what I yeah. mean. I mean, mm. um, how do they know? What Moses looked like? What if he may have been black? He may have been white. He could have been Caucasian. He could have been, he could have been the Middle East somewhere. He could have been any kind. I mean, but, white people yeah, didn't just reappear out of mad, but, out of this out of yeah, thin but air. What they after were complaining all. about, which we're going to talk about in the production and everything else. You know. That some people said, "Oh, we're making this biblical epic movie mm-hmm. uh, in Egypt and Israel. We should have had some some of the main stars, or the main stars should have been local people." And really, Scott made a good point saying, well, if I use local people, uh, Mustafa or Muhammad, such and such a brother, they wouldn't have got funding for the movie, so the movie wouldn't have been made. Yeah. So you can't have it both ways. I mean, yeah. it's not a case of being having racial discrimination. It's just an American stroke British film production is not going to say, oh, I'm going to get some, a bunch of Middle Eastern guys yeah. to mm-hmm. run around in the night church and we're going to spend a lot yeah. of money to make it and no one's going to go yeah. to the theatre. Look at yeah. the, um, when yeah. uh, Land of the Pharaohs, when they hired just, you, you know, English actors, it didn't well, get very the, much, the main role, um, much interest. The main role was um, uh, Hawkins, Jack Hawkins, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he played the Pharaoh. He had a, an, English, an upper class English accent. Some of the other people had um, American accents. No one complained about the movie. Yeah, it's so weird. When yeah. when Charlton Heston took up the role of in Ten Commandments, no one complained in the Middle East. Oh, yeah, well, no one complained. And it's quite funny because when he was dressed there in the, the Moses gear, the beard and everything, 
um, people say will say he looks like Moses. Exactly. Some of the their idea for the people in the Middle East, mm-hmm. who are a lot of extras. So you know, it, it's what's he look like? He does look like Charlton Heston, obviously. But yeah, uh, it's it's all oh dear. it's the Dream Factory in Hollywood and other movie industry places yeah. in England and, where, and wherever. It's a, it's made yeah. in fantasy. It's fiction. There could be a drama based on reality. It's yeah. still, Another thing, yeah. this is from the mind of Ridley Scott. Like well, how well, he visualised what Moses looked yeah. like and how he wants his actors but to look But he didn't like. write the script or the storyline. He was only delivering what the writers and the other producers wanted. True, true. And, he, and Ridley Scott is a good director and he's mm-hmm. good when it comes to CGI and other good groovy yeah. things, which shows up in this movie. But he had final say on how he wanted these actors to perform their roles. Well, he probably would. He's a director. That's his job. Mm-hmm. And he said, I want you to do this. But he still had the script to go by, which was written by other, people. other people apart from him. Mm, he true. didn't write the script. So he said, okay, that's the script. Okay. Great, yeah. Ruby, let's move along and we'll yeah. put it together. Yeah, so it's interpretation, yeah. guys. Nothing yeah, not. exactly right. But it, every movie is has is is an image put together. Hmm. The same way an artist paints a canvas. Hmm. It's not real. It's a two-dimensional image of a three-dimensional thing. It ain't the same. And yeah. this is a two-dimensional thing. story based on a three- or four- or five-dimensional uh, circumstance. Yeah, so mm, who yeah. stars in it? That's uh, that's why well, I Well, here we go. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Clearing my voice. Uh, Christian Bale plays Moses. And I think Christian does a pretty good job in this. Uh, I, I saw... Um, I've seen other movies. Uh, and I think he did a good job uh, portraying that role. Uh, Joel Edgerton plays Roman Caesar II. His stepbrother. Mm. A stepbrother? Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know. Uh, John uh, Totaro uh, plays Seti the First, their daddy. Aaron Paul plays Joshua. Ben Mendelssohn plays Viceroy Hagep. He's a bit of a uh, what do you call self-serving little turd. Uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver has a part in it, playing Tuya. I, I think that's the Queen. Yeah, if he played that, be um, would that be Ramsey's mother? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I can't. I can't really tell yeah, because they, they wear start. a lot of traditional no, no. makeup. And, they're, and Ben this. Kingsley plays Nun. Now I believe Nun was actually Joshua's father. Hmm. Yeah. If my be- my Bible readings uh, going by. No, if I, if my memory serves me correctly. Hmm. Anyway, now I'll just get back on the budget and everything. This earned about two hundred sixty-eight million worldwide. Everyone says, that's nice, but it took up to $2 million to make it. Wow. I guess back to what Ridley Scott said, if I was going to get a budget of $200 million to make this movie, they wouldn't have got the, the funding unless they had some big name people, hence Christian Bale, Joel yeah. and John Turturro. This was filmed in except, under, in seven, 74, 74 days. days. 74 days I did the filming. Hmm. Post-production, don't know how long it took, but yeah, 74 days filming hmm. in Spain and the Canary Islands and Morocco and different places, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, do you want to roll into it? Yeah. Do not dwell too much. So it's a two-and-a-half-hour yeah. movie. So I don't, I don't want to pop Unlike the, the other one, that Ten Commandments one with Charlton Heston in, it, it takes place during the time Moses is a fully-grown adult. Yeah, it starts off, he's actually uh, going out to battle... With Ramesses, the Battle of Kadesh, I think it is, yeah. and 
Moses saves Ramesses' life. Yeah. Uh, and it was actually prophesied before they went to the battle. Yeah, some saviors. Um, some the king gets saved by a. Uh, no, the, the leader was going to get saved, and the savior was going to become a leader. I think that was what the prophecy was. Yeah, mm-hmm. and who would have thought it'd be a, an interesting, believable yeah. prophecy? Yeah, so Moses actually saved Ramesses. So Ramesses was a leader, but it's also said that Moses was going to become a leader, and that did happen. Yeah. So anyway, after they won that big battle, um, eventually Moses is, well, Ramesses is called in to go to the quarries and check on the um, the money side of how the things are going in at the, the slaves of sorts. So, but Ra- Moses decided maybe I should do this. It won't, it won't just... Ramesses didn't want to go. No. He said, that's below me. Yeah, yeah. He had an attitude problem. Yeah, so Moses goes down there and he meets the um, the slimy, um, what's his name? Uh, Hegep. Uh, Hegep. 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 Mouthful. He's a viceroy. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's watching. He thinks he's like a mini pharaoh. Yeah. Yeah. And Moses looks through the accounts and finds out he's probably skimming on the um, yeah, and the li- work, the yeah, money. And he's living like a king, and the people are starving. And yeah, but you know, you know the story. Yeah. So the rich get rich, and the poor get poorer. Yeah. yeah. Moses decides to visit the local um, elders. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And to talk about um, how things are going and how and who they worship. And they told him the truth, saying that they worship the God of of Israel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because they, they're worried about a bit of an uprising happening or attitudes and. We're going to have a Messiah come and save us. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, stuff at even Bible. Yeah. Yeah, he also meets Joshua and he, um, he meets um, Joshua's dad and they suggest to meet him under the cover of darkness to discuss um, Moses' past. Yeah, and, and Moses was told he was actually the son of a Hebrew woman. He had trouble accepting that, didn't he? Yeah, mm. likely. Anyway, um, he wasn't alone when he heard about this. Somehow, two of the Hebrews um, Naughty guys. decided to, to go tell their overseer about what they found. Yeah, yeah, and trying to get some uh, yeah, money reco- or, recognition or yeah, money. Yeah, yeah mm. whatever. Get a yeah. Yeah. And that's oh, your reward is I won't kill you. Yeah. That's a good enough, yeah. not a problem. Yeah. Moses returns and he finds out that Pharaoh, um, uh, yeah, Maramis' dad is is slowly dying. He's not very well. Yeah. 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 So he dies, we see him wrapped up and he's on to the next world. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Down the river sticks or wherever he's going. Yeah. Well, that's actually Greek. Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever they called it. <laughs> anyway. Um, Can we sail a boat across the sky every morning? Yeah. So anyway, Moses is now um, sort of a, um, I guess, a advisor to the new Pharaoh or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Advisor. Oh, yeah, yeah, Moses, yeah, he's, he's like an advisor yeah. to Ramesses. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Of course, um, Ramesses' mum is not too thrilled about this because she sees, she she doesn't like the fact that 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 Mo, that the Pharaoh, the old Pharaoh, favoured Moses more, you know. Well, he was, he, he was a, a, a good guy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, eventually Ramesses gets wind of, of Moses' past from the, the vice He doesn't want to believe it. But he decides to call in um, a 
Marion, um, Miriam. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Moses' um, sister, so, yeah. whom, as it turns out in the story version, she was well, after she, Moses was washed up to the Pharaoh's, you know, king, court, you know, king part of the kingdom. Yeah. Um, she was hired as a bit of a wet nurse or for the help, the help out, or the help out yeah. Moses and Ramesses, you know, and oh. of course. Ramesses asks her on, se- on several times, "Are you Hebrew and are you the sister to Moses?" And he, she said, "No, he's not. I'm, I'm not his, we're not related. Yeah, I'm not, he's, I'm not yeah. his sister." And like most um, cultures, if you're lying, they'll he'll, chop your hand off. Yeah, and so Mo- he was tempted yeah. to chop her hand off right and there. Moses on the spot. stopped him. Yeah, he says, "Yes, she's my sister." And he was put into um, the jail, and you know, and all that stuff, for for the night. And then they decided. Yeah, all uh, these... his mum, the queen, wanted to have uh, Moses killed, but he, uh, Ramesses mm. couldn't do that. So yes. they said, "You're gonna go hit the desert." Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So Moses gets um, a final send off by some of the soldiers. I imagine the soldiers respected him as much as the, they respect the pharaoh. Or more. Yeah, because they love he him. A good, he's a good man. Yeah, yeah and he's allowed to set a few set minutes of time with his his mom and Marion, his sister. Yeah. You know, and to, and they say how much they love him and they wish that things could have been different. Yeah, and they and all that stuff. Too sad. So they get head off, and the soldiers head off, and Moses in this one, unlike in the other ones, well, he had to walk everywhere. He had a horse. Moses is given a horse and. And secretly given weapons to yeah, look Ramsey's, after himself. Ramsey supposedly wrapped up his, uh, gave him his old sword. Oh, the sword so, he was using as yeah. when he was a uh, general in the army. Yeah, he said, so. "I gave that to protect yourself." Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, he's given a yeah. sword, um, some arrows, um, a dagger, yeah. and the, all the um, essential things you might need to survive in the desert. Yeah. So we see he didn't hate him in this yeah, movie. Yeah. So in this one, um, he eventually survives okay as he goes. And one point, his horse dies, and some bandits try to kill him. But he's a, he's a, he's a well trained soldier, so he took care of the bandits. Yeah. As it turns Smart. out, I think yes. the queen sent the bandits out. Maybe. We're not sure. We think they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. That, that was implied later on in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Later on. Moses arrives at the camp of uh, what's Jethro. His, Jethro. I keep forgetting his name. Sorry, guys. I should remember from think, Beverly think, Hillbillies. Oh, Hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Jethro. Yeah, <laughs> and he meets the um, young girls of Jethro's, you know, daughters, all that stuff, and they're being rough, demanded by some other brigands uh, to allow them what, to have some water. Say? The termites, no, the Malachites, 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 termites, Malachites, same thing. Of course, Moses stands up to them and tells them, get lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and... Um, he then befriends Jeffro, and Jeffro invites him to stay the night. And, and that's Munchies with him. Yeah, <laughs> and the next day, um, Moses is thinking about moving on, but he decides to stay yeah, for the sake to, of Zephra. Zephra, yeah, yeah. Because he kind of fell in love yeah. with her, and she's pretty, this one. Yeah. Well, you know, that... Um, the, they always get a pretty one, don't they? The one in the um, early movie, nine sixties mm. movie. Um, She's lady, pretty too. She was the one who played Mrs. Munster. What's uh-huh. who's it? Um, mm. oh, I've got a mental block. Who's Mrs. Munster? Uh... Oh gosh, I hate this that part. What? I'm trying to remember someone's <laughs> name, especially one you may. I know seen it's a, it a, a well-known. No, I just can't remember the moment. I'm, I'm having a bad day. And considering that I'm dressed, I'm. 
I'm not, I'm not going to mention anything yet, but I might, I might be looking at dressing as the Lily Monster later on for yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Um, so eventually, he's married to Zephyr, and they um, stay at Jeffrey's yeah. you know, well, stay Luffy, there. Luffy's, uh, he's a uh, um, group, I want to say village, because they move around, they, they move around so but yeah. it, with his tribe, has yeah. it? Yeah. Anyway, and they have a little kitty. Yeah, they do. Um, what's his name? Bruce. No, no, uh, no. Um, Tiddlywinks. No. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it uh, doesn't matter. He has. They have a child. Okay. A man child. And <laughs> while he's um playing with his child, he's looking up at the mountain, and of course, uh, his wife reminds him that. That mountain is forbidden for anyone to go up there God's because it's God's mountain. And like Mike says here, um, Moses in this it doesn't believe in gods or gods. Well, he, he, comes, he comes from Egyptian uh, upbringing, and he didn't he didn't believe in all the crap yeah, going he, on over there either. Yeah, so, he didn't believe yeah. in the Egyptian gods any more than he believed in this one. Yeah, so in, he in was more movie. of a Atheist. I, well, atheist. Well, he, he believed what he could see and touch and feel. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up here. Yeah. Eventually, he goes up the mm. mountain trying to look, chase, some sheep. chase some sheep that would go up and up and up. And I think the old hill's being led by those sheep. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. Eventually, it's raining, just so you know. Very heavy rain. Considering it doesn't rain there very much. Mm. Yeah, eventually, there was a rock slide, or mud slide, or whatever. A mud slide, I think, yeah. yeah. And it causes. He broke his leg. Yeah, yeah, and somehow he's in the mud. And there we see the burning bush, but we also see um, a little boy about his son's age, I think. Yeah, about that similar, similar yeah, idea. And some people keep saying, this is not God, this is just an angel message, you know, sending his mess- sending no. messages. But no, I think differently. No, no, In the Bible it said God appeared to be not a messenger. It wasn't, you know, a courier service. It was for any representative of it. As a young child, yeah. Uh, Instead of oh, the bush is talking to me. Yeah. Some yeah. people would give you different facts on it. It's not facts. It's bullshit. Uh, sorry. Cons- in the Bible, that God appeared to me, not a messenger. Yeah. And considering yeah. that the dialogue in this movie, yeah. he does say the same things, like exactly. what, demanding Moses to return to Egypt yeah. and to help his people. Yeah. And they and, and Moses asked what his name is and what he say his name was. I am. Yeah, the, what they said in the Bible, you know, and the old movie, I Am the Lamb, or something or other, indicating he is gone. Yeah, so... Um, he didn't say, he, I'm Fred the Angel. Yeah, then no. he he eventually gets... He's eventually... <laughs> Returns from returns yeah. home. I don't know how he was able to get home after being in such oh, long. Oh, he rode his sheep down. Move on. And <laughs> he's um, <laughs> his leg is sprained still, and he tells his wife what he saw, and he think and she it's, thinks that he's, he's delusional. Um, delusional, which is not the attitude well, of a. What Zephyr. wife wouldn't? Hey guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he for a while he doesn't do anything, and he then sees the boy again. In at first, we think it's his son, but then we we sort of vision it might have been God. In and it was, yeah. God again. Yeah, he encouraged him to go and look after his people in Egypt. Yeah, mm. so he takes out his weapons, starts sharpening them, and makes plans. He had a few weapons, there, didn't he? Yeah, quite a few. And he carry them all. They're no small horse. Mm, yeah, I think point. they overdid the weapons a bit. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, he loads them up, and his wife says that that she trade her own faith for him to stay. And he said, I've got things to do. So he heads down to 
to the um to down to Egypt again, and as he's going down, he meets up with the old um elders again. He meets up with um um he meets um his brother Aaron, which is the first time for me because I never seen Aaron up until this this, this he part. He didn't. He wasn't. I don't think it was the early part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, Marion, I don't see again. Miriam. Miriam. I don't see her again. I don't think his mum ever you see her again. They weren't part of the story. Yeah, anyway. Moving right along. Moving right along. So he does meet Joshua and he starts making plans with them. They even start arranging secret, you know, training exercises. He started to train the Israelites stuff into... Being modern formal, warfare, yeah, and and told them being a small group, we can't take on the Egyptians face on. We get them from the sides, which means they go in there and they take care of their supply routes, food, destroy stuff, so they can yeah. Uh, yeah. force them into course, submission. He then tells Pharaoh. He goes into the cover of darkness, tells them that he plans on get releasing these the Hebrews. Of course, um, Ramesses' first act is to get. Moses kill him or stuff. Well, he, he, he got he, he got annoyed with Moses. He wanted to get in after the meeting. He said, "Kill him," and yeah. anybody who hides him, kill him as well. Yeah, mm. they mm. they arrange a few raids around the um, Hebrew um, um, house yeah, encampments, houses, yeah. and they were some of the the locals get hanged and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a bit of an example. That one family a day until Moses is re uh, uh, surrendered to the Egyptian troops. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, eventually some of um, Moses' plans go well, but according to God, things are not so going well because he thinks that this will take years. And God said, no, I want it to happen now. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want it happening in 10 years' time. He wants the um, Israelites released now. Yeah, so God intervenes and in comes the play. Yeah, it starts off Well with, done, Ridley Scott. He's yeah, <laughs> at first it starts as... Um, it starts off like alligators start attacking each other, and then that's where all the blood comes out of them and starts spreading all over the Well, I started fishermen first. Mm. Yeah, attacks the fishermen. Yeah. But there's lots and lots and lots and lots of alligators. And actually, there's... I don't know how many alligators are actually in the rivers back in those days, but um, there used to be alligators in the Egyptian river. They're not there. They've been hunted to extinction, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there would, yeah, there would have been alligators there. Yeah, anyway. Or, or whatever yeah. Were, yeah. Mm. yeah, so the water starts spreading. I don't think it's just because of a bunch of alligator attacks. I think it was it was an act of God, that scene, more than I think. Like, get on with it. Anyway. Yeah, we were talking about the plague. And the water it gets, starts spreading all over Egypt, not rivers and, not, yeah. and stuff like that. Eventually, the frogs come out well, of the, the river. Fish, no, the, the, the fish died first. The fish died. Because they couldn't breathe in the water. And the frogs start, you know, making their way onto the uh, Egyptian soil. And because they couldn't breathe in the water either. Yeah. So they think we're getting out of here. Yeah. Um, and then um, dysentery hits. And, and, and flies. And flies. And boils. And, and boils. And, and let me see. Um, let me see. Much later, they... Uh, uh, animals were dying. Yeah. And, and the yeah. cattle was dying because of the fleas jumping... I mean, the flies jumping onto yeah, their the bodies. Yeah, the flies are making them uh, sick and horrible. And, the, and, the, and all these flies are there are maggoting up the food and everything. Yeah. It wasn't a very nice place to go. Yeah, yeah the next plague after that was the um, locusts. Yep. They're yeah. really, they're Storing really good, off eh? crops and stuff. Right. Yeah. Mm. Cooked yeah. locusts. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then, mm. of course, um, darkness sets in eventually. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, that one came in. And then... Eventually, Moses notices this and thinks, um, 
both both the Hebrews and the Egyptians get affected by this. So no one got was safe or from it, right? What are you talking about now? Well, it's in the movie, it seems like it was both affecting the Egyptians and the oh, Hebrews, yeah, yeah, yeah. not just one quarter. That's or, right, yeah. So everyone's being affected. Yeah. Anyway, mm. eventually, um, Moses said, "Asks God, whom are you, um, you, are you angry funny? at, yeah. punishing the Hebrews or the Egyptians?" <laughs> Yeah, and so what happened is the next one. Yeah, eventually he the pro- last plague. Yeah, eventually he uh, pro- um, Pharaoh at first says that he's planning on doing what his dad did many years ago, killing the um, um, firstborn of Egypt exactly. and kids, whatever. Eventually, God overhears this conversation, and then he God tells doesn't overhear anything. He knows everything. He knows everything, <laughs> and he tells Moses, and Moses. When he hears that what God got planned, he's taken back. He says, "No, I don't want to have anything to do with this part." And he says, "And he and God's saying, what? It's too cruel, and all that stuff. And yet you still deny that these people, your people, all that stuff." Because throughout Whatever. this movie, Moses continues to think that these people are not his people. He still feels um, built. Bi- Guilty about the Egyptians. He still feels a bit like the Egyptians. He's he's caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway, moving along. He then tells. (laughs) That's a long movie. He then tells um, Ramesses about what's going to happen cryptically, where he says that if you don't finally go under the hammer and say you'll um, definitely let the Hebrews go, then something bad will happen to your. Your kids, your son. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, mm. are you threatening me? Nope, not nope. really. Mm. Yeah, so he heads off, and he makes arrangements with his own people to cutting up a, a yeah, some lambs, cut a, yeah. a few lambs, neck throats, and, and put a bit of blood on the doors, on the doors. The door posts, and whatever. So the angel Lord will pass over them. Hence the Passover. Next, move on. Yeah, <laughs> of course. It's a long story. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> one of those people said, I think it was Joshua, asked him about. Uh, that whether this is right and and Moses says do not pity the lambs tomorrow we'll, we'll bless them yes exactly right eventually they, that night everything is, takes its course it's dark and now the um, the angel of death starts t- taking its toll on the, the Egyptians the firstborn of Egypt yes yeah mm-hmm. start, yeah mm-hmm. starts attacking all the firstborns from older person to younger yeah. person yeah, from yeah. the um, prisoners in the jail to the highest ups yeah. in the um, Egyptian yeah, the court Pharaoh's son and some of his centurions were dropping off because they were the firstborns yeah yeah, yeah yeah and anyway he wakes up next morning screaming for Moses and eventually uh, Moses says all their the Hebrews have survived. There's no kids has been yeah, taken no, no, away. No Hebrew child was taken. No firstborns. Of course, yeah. um, Ramesses finally gives in, saying, throws up his hands and says, "Fine, leave, go away, go away." Yes. Yeah. So yeah. now our pe- now they they go on their long journey, uh, and it's an interesting blah 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 blah. Does it blah blah? Ramesses gets his yeah. yeah. <laughs> Along the way, they they when they notice right away that that that. That Ramesses was coming, they decided to take a different path to the Red Sea. They went through a small gorge or something or other yeah. in between the mountains. 
so it would be hard for the charioteers to follow. Yeah, and mm. just like clockwork, Ramesses takes that shorter and he followed path them, and, and not and realizing the dangers that his chariots will get and into. And a lot of the, a lot of his guys in this movie died trying try to traverse the. Uh, the uh, pathways and roads yeah. cut into the side of the yeah. mountain and stuff. Yeah, yeah. soon enough, the, the um, Moses goes to the Red Sea, and as he's there, he it's it's actually really the water's really high. He kept he predicted that there would be um, a low tide. A low there, tide, but uh, yeah, it, but it wasn't there. It wasn't later that night. He throws his his Egyptian sword into the water, and that night the water night the water started receding, mm. and they begin to. Descent, to go into the water, wade into the um, to the um, dry water, dry um, ocean, right. yes. and just and try to head across. Obviously, yeah, exactly. And of course, most of the water is still there, but it's a bit sluggish. But other than that, there's a bit of water, on. but it gets it gets a bit drier as you go through. Yeah. yeah so it's still got like, like tides going out, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Hmm. Eventually, um, the chariots arrive and they see Moses and his people walking across. And Moses sees them, and he arranges his Joshua and his brother Aaron and all the other ones who have been training this hard to arrange arrange a bit of a start planning on making their attack on the Red Sea. Mm. And the um, enemy soldiers they approach them, and realizing they're in the um, they're going to be in for a very big tidal wave. If not, well, if they like a tsunami is a block of water, not a wave. So yeah, yeah, mm. yeah well, whatever. A tsunami, there's, yeah. there's a big difference. Yeah, so they mm. don't exactly have time to engage a, a skirmish. So they a skirmish, a skirmish, a skirmish. <laughs> so um, Moses tells his men to go back to to all the um the other inhabitants. They go to the shore, get to the high ground, mm. and. Ramesses' uh, charioteers decided, That's, be, be done with you. They 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 turned around. They left. Yeah. They tried to go back to the other shore, yeah. which they left a bit late. Yeah, unlike in the mm. other movies where they just waded across, thinking that they'll they're sa- they'll be safely yeah. free. Hey, Cecil B. the Mill did a good one. Thank yeah. you very much. I like Cecil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, Moses tells him Ramesses to head back, or we're going to be you're in for a wet, a wet season. Yeah. Now, anyway, the the water comes back in, and a lot of the troops get destroyed or drowned, yeah. and Ramesses and Moses are caught in it. Moses gets to the service somehow or yeah. other, and so does Ramesses. Ramesses would have had a long swim back to the other shore, though. I don't know how he did that. Considering aren't big, big swimmers, and not to mention that and armor you mentioned, Mark, he would have been like, wearing some heavy armor, or even a little bit of leggings and leather and stuff. He would have been hard to swim in it. Yeah, and Moses, now yeah. that can see, he's only got um, he, he's just wearing r- rags or not rags, just well, yeah. or his ordinary. Well, he dress. had no horse anymore. Yeah, so so he was able to get on to the other side, and yeah. all his. And they're all safe and sound. And, and anyway, Ramesses on the other side, eventually looking around all his dead soldiers and, and centurions and whatever, and he's realising... Centurions are Greek too, or Roman anyway. Okay, whatever you're going to call them. Call them soldiers, that's what but I call them. But they would have had leaders, they might like a centurion, they would have been char- in charge of a whatever they were. Hmm. I'm using the word centurion because it would have been a, a, a group confusing. leader, hmm. leading hand if you like. I really don't care. 
head guy with a sword. General, that... captain. Don't... Yeah, but they would have had a role. That's what they called them back yeah, then. Yeah, but they would have... Maybe. It would have been called something like a century. I don't know what the Egyptians would have called them. Anyway, moving on. So they're a back. Captain's so they're on it. the other mm. side. And Moses tells Joshua that he plans on going to visit his his wife and his son. Be- a death row camp. And possibly ask, persuade them to come with them on this little ex... Is, is um this this going to the Canaan? Canaan. The land of Cana. Yes, mm. exactly right. So he does eventually go back there, back to his old home, Jeffrey's house. Meets his kitty. Yeah, and his he, wife. Yeah. yeah, and then we flash forward to the future where he's going up the to the um mountain, and we see the, the um golden calf below. Hint, hint. Yep. And God mm. is shaking his head in. And so we watch, um, in this scene, unlike the other versions, we see Moses carving the um, hieroglyphs in this scene. Well, not and hieroglyphs, hieroglyphics, they're the um, Hebrew dialect. God was dictating the laws yeah. to Moses, and he was actually doing yeah. it himself. Yeah. And, he, mm. and, God and, and God and Moses were discussing it formally, saying, um, God, Moses says, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't do this. But God says that's true. We used to, to not agree with me on certain things, but here we are again, still talking. And yeah. while interesting, and while Moses will die and and pass away, but, the laws but will those laws will continue living yeah. on and guiding and they got, yeah, and guide his them people. and everything. Yeah, and Moses is finally accepted that these people are now his people. So he's finally accepted that now. Yeah. And then we flash forward again to and, the future. Moses is an old man. Moses is an old man practically holding a stick to make sure he continues And he's sitting walking. in the back of a wagon or something rather. Yeah. And, he's got the and the Ten Commandments are in the back of the um, cart, the, um, cart yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. And God is just slowly walking in the crowds. Yeah. And he's like, watches his people you know, head off to Goshno's Square. Goshno's Square. As I Ho- said, hopefully in the land of milk and honey. Hopefully, <laughs> um, by the end of this um, walk, eventually they'll arrive in the promised land. Yeah, hopefully, we won't soon. go through the biblical side of the story. It will take another half an hour or an hour to get through that part. Yeah, anyway. it's two hours movie. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it was a long movie, two and a half hours. Actually, uh, I read somewhere that the original cut would have been about four hours long, Ooh. but they had to cut a bit out of it. So yeah, mm. Mm. now. Uh, there's a lot of bits and pieces I want to talk about here. And um, there's a lot of controversy about the biblical accuracy of the script and whatever. Crikey. Jesus Christ Superstar wasn't biblically accurate. The original Ten Commandments wasn't biblically accurate. Ben-Hur no. wasn't biblically accurate. Why is this one under fire, guys? I don't know. So, you know, you know, get a life. Uh, Ridley Scott's publicly stated that he wanted to make the plagues look like natural causes. He didn't say he wanted to take away from the God bit of it. He wanted to make it look like God could have made the natural causes. You yeah, see? I mean... He wanted, he, he, I mean if, yeah. the ri- if the river got polluted by blood or whatever, it turned to red, okay? Then the, and it was something like, let's say it was full of red clay... The fish couldn't breathe because the water would be too heavy, wouldn't be oxygenated, which means the fish would die, the fi- those frogs wouldn't like it, they'll jump out and they'll infest the land, etc., etc. Uh, the fish dying would bring the flies and stuff, and then the cattle would be attacked by the flies, and they weren't going real good, and then the maggots would come in there and start eating everything. So he tried to make it more of a natural phenomenon, but didn't say how it actually started. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no... 
exact order to what well, the uh, planks an, were. There, there was in... a bit of an order. Yeah. But then you got things like people say, uh, even Ridley Scott said, oh, back in those days there was supposed to be a big earthquake and blah, blah, and this, that and the other, and such and such and rather. But how it happened just when they want it to happen. Yeah, I mean... You see, that's where, the, that's yeah, where there's that's, always a grey area. Yeah, for yeah. That, like the um, the final plague I mm. mentioned, the death of the firstborns... Yeah, well, that couldn't have been an accident. That, there, that was no accident. Yeah, that couldn't have been... It wasn't, just a, flow it on. wasn't yeah. a disease, there was no viruses. Yeah, and, and the tsunami, if it, if it was a tsunami at the party of the Red Sea, that's fine. But how did the tsunami happen just when they needed it? You yeah. see, this one's saying, so you want to make it look natural instead of, oh, I'll hold my stick up in a party of Red Sea, you want to make it look natural. Mm. There's a big difference. So God can be the controlling force yeah. which made the natural yeah, thing happen. it's still a so, miracle that people, all this people happened. People grumbled about it. It's still a miracle But nobody the was there apart from the oh, old people 3,000 years ago. No one was actually there mm. with their handy cams or their, uh, their Canon cameras or Nikon cameras taking photographs. There wasn't anybody there to digital record saying, and this is happening here, folks, right now, as I'm speaking. So how the hell would we know what actually happened back then? Mm. So, yeah, get over it, people. Get a life. It's a retelling of a story that no one was actually... 100% sure on actually how it happened. Yeah. It's a retelling for a film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, if it's um, um, any constellation, guys, uh, it may get people to read the Bible. Yeah, yeah. It's people might pick up the Bible and have a read. So, oh, yes, that was wrong in the movie. Good. Pick up your Bible, have a read. I'm not going to say yeah. this is not a religious forum here, but yeah, it, it, I, I saw movies, religious movies, that is. And I thought, these are good, but I never picked up a Bible to check their accuracy. I just accepted the movie as it was. And this is a movie. Mm. A Ridley Scott movie. And who knows yeah. what Moses mm. was like as a prince. We he, don't, we, whether he, he was a scholar or, or a general in the army, account, we don't know. No, by all accounts, he living in the Pharaoh's household, he would have had access to education. Yeah, he did. Now, I don't know how much by our standards, but he would have, he would have known how to read and write and everything else. He might have had several languages. Uh, he knew how to speak Egyptian, maybe a Hebrew, other languages. Yeah, uh, who knows? Don't know. Mm. But he would—he wouldn't have been a stupid man. No, that's no, true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just said it's annoying that some of these mm. people don't even think that—that that they just—just uh, just, they keep overthinking this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, crikey. I mean, um, I'll just off on a different tangent. Okay. I know I don't want to, I don't want to get on the biblical side of things, but I read someone in it years ago that someone was challenging the fact that it was Good Friday and Easter Monday the right days uh, to be celebrated, etc., etc., etc. Was Monday Easter Monday really three days later with it actually Sunday or the Tuesday? Yeah, and huh? Does it really matter? I mean. He's supposed to be dead for three days. He woke up. He went to heaven. Uh, leave it alone. What happened with um, Jonah and the whale? Now, we know whales cannot swallow a human being. And not live to tell the tale? No. Well, a whale would choke on a human being. It would choke on a tennis ball. Hmm. Okay? Now, the point is that all we know is that Jonah fell off the boat and he appeared on the shores near Nineveh. We don't know how he got there. They just threw a whale in there to say that's how he got there. Mm. You see, so you can't go totally, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's because they, they had to write these stories down 
in a way that the people back in those days could actually understand them. So don't get too picky on the finer details, guys. Yeah, guys. Because the finer details, no one knows. Yeah, because <laughs> the only people who will give you a better understanding of this sort of thing or give you a description of everything and everything about the Bible, about a certain event in Bible history are long passed away. And yeah, they about 3,000 years ago. And they can't yeah, really... Yeah, and yeah. they can't be here to give us all yeah. the um, gory details. Yeah, so it's only man... Current, contemporary man's interpretation of the stories. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. I so, mean, yeah, yeah. This one mm. was just mm. in a, um, a natural interpretation while... Um, yeah. See, Cecil B. DeMille was more of a, a romantic spirit, that, no, or, um, A romanticised spiritual version. side of it. Yeah. And this one's more about the man and a, a dramatised biblical epic. Yeah. See I mean, yeah. Moses was, we always considered him as a religious leader. We just never think about him as he, he anything a, else. But he was, a, he was actually a material, earthly leader who had... Uh, the role of a spiritual leader or at least um, a tribal leader mm. with good moral teachings to teach mm. the people, you know, mm. to keep them under control. Yeah. Um, and, unlike, yeah. and unlike certain accuracies, mm. I do believe in my mind that it was God that created the Ten Commandments. Yeah, can, can we move on? We're not, this is not a spiritual, but otherwise you might drive our people away. Okay, We're fine. talking about the movie. Sorry. Okay. It's just like a lot of people keep saying that Moses written them, but I think he, it was God that written them. Okay, fine. Okay. We're talking about the movie. I know. Okay. I mean, I'm not against religion, but some of you guys out there might not want to hear about the religion side of it, but... It's a religious movie, obviously, and I believe it and she believes it, but I'm not going to force my opinion on you, okay? Mm. Now, getting back to production stuff, uh, um, it was done in Spain and Morocco and the Canary Islands, all the filming. Mm. It took about, what, 74 days? Mm. Uh, there were a few problems with some people not accepting the fact that they didn't use locals. Um, someone some some Christian magazine or somewhere or some group uh, said, oh, they should have had Egyptians playing leading roles and yeah. different things. Well, I thought, and really Scott came up and said, if I got a proposal to have Muhammad such and such, so and so, rather playing the lead role, he wouldn't have got funding. And considering this movie cost $200 million to make, um, you would have had Buckley to get the money to make a movie of a bunch of unknowns. Yeah. Uh, so the movie wouldn't have been made in the first place. And I said to Sarah earlier before, if the Chinese made the movie, you would think they would have Chinese actors. If you had, um, what, Russians doing the movie, you'd probably have a lot of Russian actors. If you had Americans doing the movie, yeah. gee, we had some Americans doing this movie, they're going to put Americans in it, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, sorry, there wasn't the... the, the, um, the yeah. They didn't have too many blacks in there. I'm sorry, Afro-Americans. Well... Just deal with it. They were just trying to get the movie put together. Yeah, and, they, and they may not have come for the casting call yeah. either. And bear in mind, folks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, who's to say that what what it, what Moses may look like? I, we just yeah. see um, in a romantic um, versions of him in Michelangelo's work yeah, and, and Da Vinci's work, but we don't realise that maybe these guys won't look like that. They wouldn't because of the Italian version of what they look like. Hmm. Ta-da. So yeah, I don't, I don't want to be revving anybody up here, but people need to settle down and say, okay, these guys made a movie. Hmm. 
Uh, we must get the uh, ethnic groups balanced properly. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. You got a casting call. People come there, try out for the movie. Yeah. That's it. We need a thousand extras. We get a thousand extras. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who cares what colour they are or what ethnic background uh, yeah. they are? Mm. You need people. You know. Yeah. Anyway, let's move right along. Um, here now. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um. Yeah, without uh, a big name supporting actors, the movie wouldn't have got off the ground. We've got that part already. Um, some of the guys there have just got... Um, oh, Christian Bale said something along the lines that uh, at the moment he wouldn't have got the funding for a big production like this through uh, the normal sources. But this integration of ethnic groups, different countries will change with independent filmmakers as they start doing it and the independent filmmakers get more recognition then the major studios will come on board later and say well they're doing it it's acceptable they're making money so we'll have a go and at the end of the day the studios have to make money or they close the doors so mm. yeah so that so he christian bale actually said that yeah mm. interesting mm. um so i think honestly yeah i would like to see an Italian movie made in Italy with Italians in it, or an Egyptian movie with Egyptians in it. But bear in mind here, you're going to have, well, how many actors are there in Egypt that are well-known around the world in the mainstream film industry? Mm. I can only think of one, Omar Sharif. And he's dead now, I think. Uh, so who's going to be coming out of Egypt to do a major role? There yeah. might be one or two I've overlooked. I don't know. Yeah, you know, don't know the ethnic background. Yeah, but just not mm. a lot coming out of there. Yeah. So how do you do it? Mm. Yeah, 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 there yeah. isn't much. Edu- I don't think there's too yeah. many places to study acting in. Yeah, but the Europe, point is, you, you can leave Egypt and go to another country and learn your acting skills. But they don't have a big film industry, or not, not, not an international film industry. They might have a local one, doing local programs. I'm only guessing, guys, yeah, so yeah. I don't know I'm if they're... I never studied. If they don't have a lot of actors there on the world stage, I'm not talking about the Egyptian stage, but the world stage, um, they're not going to make a, uh, an Egyptian movie that's going to be, well, uh, um, accepted worldwide, or you can't go in there and make a movie from America or English or wherever, go in there and using locals if the locals aren't known. So, yeah. It's just little things. They've got to, I mean, if they come in the yeah. 21st century and start their own yeah. movies... Yeah, but if they um, and training if people up, Moses yeah. was mm. done by an Indian guy, they'll probably still pick. All of my goodness gracious me, I am. No, uh, don't, be, don't say that. <laughs> no, the point is like that. That, 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 that would be over the top because he wasn't Indian. No, I know that, but he's... Yeah. Um, he, I, I just like, I, I just put, put that thought in yeah, because yeah. Um, uh, all that stuff. No, no, that's the whole point. It's like Arabia, Tales of Arabian Nights. Mm. I was on Arabia. It wasn't even done in Arabia, the the original stories. Weren't they in China or somewhere? Mm. Yes, yeah, so it's technically speaking, the Arabian Nights were actually China Nights. Ha! Yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, what do reviewers say well, about this movie? I'd no, like to find I'm going, out I'm going myself. Things. Um, now, this is where Ridley Scott comes into his own. Okay, right. This will be interesting. More than 1,500 visual effect shots were created to digitally bolster the ranks of the Hebrews. And to help uh, authentically render plagues of hail, of lo- hail, locusts, and frogs, although 400 live frogs were actually brought onto set. <laughs> but they made it look like more. Um, there were 
400,000 humans depicted in total. No, depicted. Mm. That's what they do. They get a group and, they get, and then they make it, I know digi- how it digitally works. enhanced uh, to make other ones. Uh, depicted with 30 to 40 people accompanying Baal uh, across the, the Red Sea. So the close-up shots had 30 or 40 people, but the rest of it was computer-generated. Mm. Uh, CGI produced the 180-foot wave, the horses and the chariot. That was all computer-generated. I see. A lot of work. That's why it cost so much money. Uh, in the close-up shots of the people fleeing across the seabed, the filmmakers used the beach's real waters. But they did it obviously along the beachfront. So they, there yeah. was really the tide going out, and so and they they, did, they, they, and they did it across it. the beachfront there, and they did that area on a good there. day. Well, at the right time of the day, yeah. Uh, the hailstorm. This is interesting. The special effects team built thirty special cannons that would fire polymer balls to bounce and shatter with the same characteristics as an ice ball. Wow, now, cool. Uh, the distant hail is obviously a computer-generated thing. Um, Thank you. Now this, and in an interview, uh, Ridley said um, the final version of the film was four hours long. So they basically had to take an hour and a half out of this to make it an acceptable level. Hmm. So I'd like to see what was taken out. Mm. I would love to so, see it myself. But getting back to the thing, Ridley Scott is a director. He's a producer. He makes movies. Now, someone said, oh, they didn't like the fact that he's, he's a declared atheist. Who cares? He's telling a story. Here is the script. He put it together. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a Christian to make the movie. Yeah. Here is the story. Look at he, Mel Brooks, yeah. for instance. Mel I mean, not Brooks, Gibson. not Mel Brooks. I mean, Mel Gibson. When he did his own version of of the Jesus story. The Passion of the Christ. Um, yeah. He was, I think... Of he 40, is a Catholic. Yeah, he's Catholic. a Catholic. And he decided to do his version a little differently from well, other he versions. He wanted to make it as historically accurate as possible. And he even got the people talking in Aramaic or something rather. Yeah. And I thought, whoa, that's different. And it worked because mm. it, you got a sense of reality. Yeah, and this yeah, and one... The brutality and in that one, it, mm. it showed the brutality of the crucifixion. Yeah, and it wasn't like, oh, a big slap on the wrist and a couple, you know, a couple yeah, of pretend little welts on the And a broken nose. And that's what he really uh, made it look gory and horrible. And mm. again, unlike mm, the other yeah. versions where they just make him look like he's bleeding at the head because he's wearing the yeah. the, uh, the crown, crown of thorns, yeah. while the rest of him is um, badly scarred yeah, yeah, from but, the whips. But if if anyone wants to look at the Passion of the Christ movie, the whipping scene yeah. that was really vicious, and that's how the the uh, the Romans would have whipped somebody. They had these little shards of bone and other things, and little hooks on the end of these cat of nine tails things, and they would actually get into your skin and actually tear the skin. Yeah. It wasn't just hitting you with a piece of string or rope or something, rather. Yeah. It was actually pulling the skin away from the bone. So he would have had bones exposed after the lashing. Yeah. So, and this one's out. That's He went for realism. Hmm. And really, Scott goes for... A little bit his, of realism. His type of realism, but using CGI and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ridley Scott makes a good movie. Like he did what um, Alien just said. Yeah. Uh, at least, well, at least, what was it, two movies? Um, he did the first one, he did another one. He, did, he, he didn't do the second one, he came back for the third or fourth or something, or mm. I think, whatever. But he's a good director. I do feel sorry yeah. that... Yeah. I think that... I, it's kind of sad that his brother died yeah, and he no, did no, this... Forget that, forget that. But I think that maybe he was thinking... Of, 
he was probably yeah. probably one of the reasons why he probably did this was because I to, don't know if to, he's a declared atheist, but a lot of people I'm an atheist, but that's that's a throwaway line. Appears I'm an atheist. Yeah. Or I'm an agnostic. They say what the mean is they don't really care. Yeah. But maybe really underneath he did care. Something inside him, he might have a spark inside. Yeah. He thought, yeah, maybe the story needs to be told. Yeah. yeah and I can do a good job at it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to judge the man. I uh, like yeah. the fact mm. that yeah. that he dedicated to his brother because yeah. it, it's a sign that he, that he, he does... He might have actually believed he, in something. He might believe mm. that and showed his belief by, by dedicating it to his own brother. And that show he cares. He's a good direct. He's a director who likes, who probably misses his brother, and he cares about what he d- he's doing. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't get too much on that. So, can we uh, look at the reviews? Well, I'm going it? to now. I'm just going to go. This is the hard part. Yeah. Emphasis on no, hard. I'll see a lot of reviewers were looking at things which they shouldn't have been looking at. Oh, goody. No, I'm sorry, but they um, <sighs> again mainly negative reviews. No doubt. They praise the acting performances and technical achievements, but criticise its pacing, thin screenwriting, and a lack of character development. Oh, please. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys, but you got it wrong there because no. Moses—he started off as a person who didn't believe anything, but then he started believing. Yeah, it was in there. But if, 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 if it, it wasn't rammed in your face, say, look, here it is. It was subtle. Hmm. Um, it is a biblical epic. It's a drama. It's not an action movie. Hmm. It's not an adventure. So you're not going to have big action scenes in it. Um, no. um, something here, um, Rotten Tomatoes um, gave it 30%. Um, while sporadically... Sporadically stirring and su- uh, stirring and suitably epic in its ambitions, Exodus of the Gods can't quite live up to its classic source material. What the Bible? Yeah. or the previous movie of Charlton Heston? Um, I don't know. Um, next, Metacritic, a film uh, fifty-two out of a hundred. Doesn't uh, mixed average reviews doesn't say anything about it. Hmm. Uh, CinemaScope gave the uh, grading of B- minus on an A to F. So that's that's sort of positive-ish. Now, the Hollywood Reporter gave a positive view and said, Scott did a great job reviving the Roman sand and sandals epic uh, when he made the Oscar-winning Gladiator. This Egyptian saga is not oh, yeah, quite... Did the yeah, that's quite not in the same league, but it uh, confirms the director's flair for widescreen imagery and that's what I keep saying he's doing a movie and telling a story on film and that's what he's paid to do okay uh, now uh, Peter uh, no, no, the Rolling Stones was positive Exus is a biblical epic that comes to you at maximum velocity but stays stirringly inspiringly human yeah interesting thing I kept guys the god part out of it in the spirit side of it and, and focus more on the human side of it exactly mm, that's yeah. good mm, that's mm, a good um mm. review yeah uh, so another thing guys um when they were doing the title for this movie um 
the guys at the 21st century guys try to buy the um, rights to yeah, the Exodus, the Exodus but, but from a, MGM, but there was an early movie refused. called Exodus, yeah, yeah, yeah a war so, movie, yeah, a movie that with uh, Steve, Mc, uh, Steve McQueen in it. That's no, no, Paul Newman, Paul Newman. That yeah. no one has even heard of until now. Oh, I've heard of it. Exodus is a war movie there about the. Uh, Hebrew people are being shipped around on a bloody boat and they're imprisoned on a boat. I know the movie. I've got it in my collection. Thank you very much. Oh, you do, anyway. So I just mean that <laughs> what movie? Um, in this case, um, he then decided to take um, gods and kings as a bit of a yeah, yeah, add-on to it. On, yeah. now, According to... Different I also it. found out that there was another movie that made by Steven Spielberg called Gods and Kings that he there was another Moses related one that Stephen King I mean Stephen Spielberg made King? sorry guys no, I don't know why King I said I didn't, sorry um, it was Stephen Spielberg sorry <laughs> now, guys yes, uh, yeah. I'm just saying that there's that, quite a few reviews I'm just here. saying that that while they were Ridley was working on this film yep. he was taking two different titles to make it one yes, mo- good movie fine. okay the black cat and whatever yeah now uh, now uh, now Interesting. We talked about Indian before you met India. The Times of India gave the film four out of five stars and said Exodus, Gods and Kings is a spectacle with a capital S and in more ways than one. Mm. Definitely definitely epic. Yeah. So interesting, hey. Yeah. Um, the Guardian gave three out of five stars. It's impossible not to feel some awe at the spectacle. But more shocks would have helped you see through the two and a half hour runtime. Shocks. I'm sorry, it wasn't an action movie. It and it's wasn't not a supernatural. Horror. It wasn't a horror. It was a drama. What do they mean by shocks? I got no freaking. Don't they idea. even know what the um, it's a drama. story is it's about? It's a drama. It's a biblical epic. It's a drama. Oh, it's not supposed to be it's, a. It's like watching paint dry sometimes, but it's a drama. Okay. I don't know now, what they mean by shocks because I mean, that, that yeah, seems more appropriate term for horror. I, know, I think what it means that there could have been a little more accident, maybe. I don't know what she's talking about. Mm. Now, over here, a local one for us, the Sydney Morning Herald, Australia, gave mixed review and awarded the film three out of five stars, saying blah, 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 blah. Lacks gladiators full on intensity and committed central performances. However, it's a mixture of the grand and the bland, and when it's not spectacular, it's a little bit plodding. And now, honestly, Gladiator was an action movie. This is not an action movie. How it's like, it's like comparing apples and oranges, guys. Um, yeah, while well, there was a bit of sorry. action here and there, yeah, no, um, there is also bits where no, God comes comes into it. It's a drama. It's not an action film. Gladiator was an action film. Yeah. Right. 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 Variety. Some may well desire a purer, fuller version of the story, one more faithful to the text and less clearly shaded by the demands of Hollywood blockbuster. But. On its own grand, imperfect terms, Exodus, Gods and Kings is undeniably undeniably transporting, marked by a free-flowing visual, visual splendour that plays to its creator's unique strength. Given how many faith-based movies are content to tell the audience what to think or feel, it's satisfying to see one whose images alone are enough to compel or struck belief. That's a nice positive review. Hey, guys. Um, so, yeah, some of these guys are, are into it and some aren't into it. And I think, you yeah, know. But at least some of them yeah. um, put the effort into writing their review and t- saying that it's really good that, that it has a bit of a, um, a natural look when you think yeah. about it. I mean, 
kind of see through um, really Scott's, um, you know, directing ship of how he made decided to make this movie yeah, look more realistic. Ridley Scott is a creative man who knows how to live with the goods. Mm-hmm. Now, you do an alien movie, he doesn't have to believe in aliens to make an alien movie, does he? True. But at least it did No, no, work. you're missing your point. Mm. He doesn't have to believe in aliens and monsters to actually make the movie work. Mm. Because he might be an atheist or an agnostic or something rather here, not, might not be died in the wall Christian, he still made a good movie, okay? So, yeah. and he might have focused more on the man than the spiritual side, mm. but he didn't write it, okay? He did what he did with the text, the written word given to him by the writers. Yeah. Even though he's a producer... Um, the writer and director, producer and director, but he's a producer. The writers would have done the, the script, and he wasn't the only producer. So there would have been, I think, there's four producers, and he had to. It wasn't all Ridley Scott say. It was four people agreeing on the storyline. So yeah. yeah. So don't not poor old Ridley. Yeah. He's, a good, yeah, he's good. He's good value. Uh, I won't talk about any other, any other stuff here. Um, Yeah, um, yeah, I can't think of anything else to say. Yeah. But yeah, there's nothing else in yeah. the reviews. You, you got the general idea, folks. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. generally. Uh, should we rate it now, do you think? Well, I'm going to because it's getting a bit long now. Um, look. Okay. I'm just trying to think. I'm comparing it to other religious movies. I've seen some really pathetic religious movies. I've seen a few myself, even TV show no, ones, no, too. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get my thoughts together here. Uh, they plot along. They tell a nice story, but there's nothing in it. Mm. Yes, we've read the stories out of the Gospels. Yeah, blah blah blah. Here it is. Yeah, it's been done before, and they just turn out the same crap all the time. I'm sorry, but that's what it. Let's do it again. Oh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah. And there's nothing new. Ridley's come along here for new script, and um, the script has taken a different turn. It's based more on. Moses the man instead of Moses the spiritual leader of his people. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, having said that, I think he has delivered the goods in this movie. He's got a very good product happening here. The CGI is unbelievable. It really brings it to life. And now, I've been to the Middle East, uh, Egypt, Jordan, and Israel, and even though these... Movie, this, this movie was not filmed in those countries. I've done it in what Spain, Morocco, and Canary Islands. It had the right feel. Yeah, and not to mention if yeah. we they really did film it in the Middle East. They have high rise buildings and stuff all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and, yeah and satellite dishes on the. They would have to huts, probably you know, film yeah. it if they yeah. could in Tunisia, and that's Tunisia. What, well, that's what they did Tunisia. I think they did um, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, yeah, and that's all place. Now, point is, um, so. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what Tunisia looks like now, obviously. It, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, so the point is, he's <laughs> captured the feel of the period. He's captured the feel of the locations. He's captured the feel of the people of that time. He's ca- he's told the story as one would expect that story to be told. Hmm. You can't change the Bible story, you, but you can reinterpret it. And that's an interpretation that we're looking at here. Yeah. And I think it's a good interpretation. It's a good movie. Ridley Scott has done a great job. Um, I can't fault yeah. it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Yeah, I do question mm. whether sometimes in the Bible that 
whether or not that Moses really, you know, um, did still believe in the um, Egyptian gods when he left when he was exiled, well, we or whether or not he believed in the Hebrew god. Well, we, we don't know. The, the point he grew up in a, uh, an Egyptian household. He would have been brought up believing that these gods were the real gods. But maybe he was a clear-thinking guy who thought this load of bullshit. Pardon the language, because um, if they didn't have a god for something, they'd just make one. And that's what they did. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, if it, if these Ten Commandments were written, that some people think it's written by him, but if he did yeah. write them, he would have um, not have written, thou shall not um, worship false images. Yeah. He, he could have said, yeah. sod that, I'm not going to put that rule in, but God no. yeah. it's definitely pushed no, that you, you rule forward. Point. If, I don't care if God got down there for hammer and chisel and, and nutted them out on a piece of rock or he t- he dictated it to Moses or somebody else came out there for jackhammer and actually cut him into the rock. Really don't care. But for the Christians out there who believed it, the Ten Commandments were handed down from God, okay? Yeah. Moses was the man in the middle. Whether he actually wrote them as yeah. instructed or, uh, mm. or they were given to him or whatever, I don't care. Yeah. I always think that it was God all who did all those miracles and oh, the yeah, um, but plagues, the, and but the point, I also believe yeah. that He wrote on the Ten Commandments yeah, on but I don't, yeah, the, the point, stone. Whether God actually wrote them, created them with lightning or whatever, like in Cecil the Mills one, uh, or Moses cut them into rock himself as dictated, or he was inspired by God. Yeah. The Bible was is supposed to be the inspired Word of God. Not the word of God. Yeah, I did so, read yeah, somewhere that the same thing. That yeah. after the te- first Ten Commandments got smashed, um, he and his followers they made two new tablets, blank ones, yeah. and then he heads he up to, the cliff to, I mean, up the mountain to get them rescripted, well, re- rewritten them. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I don't want this to be a biblical thing. We aren't touching on that area and it might be annoying some people. Yeah, sorry guys. I'm sorry, but you know, it's... it's, I mean, yeah. Christianity is a world religion, the same as... Jews and... um, uh, Islamic and mm. Hebrew religion and whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I often think that... I just wish some people weren't so sensitive about it sometimes. They just get so picky on things. I mean, crikey, you know, it's... It's not... Um, an historic, whatever. Yeah, it's not a historical drama. Yeah, it's a biblical epic conveying a message. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, really. Mm. So yeah, um, get off your high horse, people out there. Some of you guys there, Christian lobbyists and whatever, get a life. You know, do something real of your life instead of complaining about something like this. You know. Yeah, read the Bible and just. Um, well, they do that, but they don't understand it like they should. And, and then, not to mention, yeah. there's probably several different interpretations of it. Well, I'm glad you said that. Do you know how many versions of the Bible there are there? How many? I haven't counted. There's so many of them. Hmm. There, there's at least, I can think of at least a dozen versions of the Bible. Hmm. They've been rewritten by different people. There's still the same general thing, but some of the words there hmm. have changed so much. Saying, who wrote this rubbish? Because it doesn't make sense. Hmm. They've changed some of the words too much, and again, yeah, yeah, idiots. Uh, now leave, leave the if the if the, those who really believe in it mm. want to believe in it, let them believe in it, and don't pick on filmmakers who are trying to 
Yeah, they're Phil's just. Story. It's just like yeah. when they. Depi- it's really bad. They pick on um, the painters in Italy yeah. who, who were trying to um, paint, try to me- to recreate the religious um, stories in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Michael Anza did the Sistine or if the Sistine Chapel. <coughs> I'm in the ceiling. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And <coughs> and um, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci and his. Um, Last Supper and yeah, they did some beautiful things, but none of them are actually true. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> the buildings, no doubt, uh, may not even be well. They were Italian like that. Renaissance buildings. Uh, if you go, if you want to be accurate, you got Jesus and the guys at the last at the Last Supper. The window behind them, and it's daytime. They would have been having Last Supper at night time. That's <coughs> <laughs> after sundown. Yes. Aha. Yeah. So, yeah, little things. You can't go by it. But the Renaissance painters did good work, but they're not accurate. Mm, true. So, anyway, it's full of Italians. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so you can't always believe... Have you graded it? What? Have you graded it? Oh, yeah, I haven't yeah, graded it yet. I did mine and a half. Okay, I'm going to give it um, eight and a half. Why eight and a half? Okay, maybe not eight and a half. Nine and a half. <coughs> and I give t- um, Mike six and a half if he stops coughing. I can't help it. I got, I got, I got a bug went down my throat or something. Yeah. He keeps doing this all the time. Mm-mm. I do get a lot of sinus trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. anyway, so I give this nine and a half, guys. And I give ten to Ridley Scott because he's a good director. Mm-hmm. How's that? Mm-hmm. No, don't take, yeah, don't take a good director to task because you don't like a movie, yeah. because if you don't like the theme of it or the actors or something. Like that. That's what he got to work with, okay? Yeah, and he yeah. has to audition several actors for the role of Moses. He's not. It's Christine Bell was not his probably his first he may have choice. Been, he, he may or may not have been. It's not the point. But the point is, if I, if he had Muhammad such and such rather, or as if something rather, it ain't gonna work. Yeah, he could have um, asked for several people to do the yeah, role. He needed and somebody well known who he, would actually fit. We did. <coughs> that other one we saw, saw it, uh, that Moses one or whatever it was, where Doug Ray Scott played Moses. Hmm. Hello, he's English. He ain't he ain't Egyptian either. He did a good job. He, yeah, yeah, he pulled it off. You know, he wrote no. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, it's just that, you know, it's acting. Yeah, people are playing a role. And people who get dressed up as aliens aren't really aliens. Oh, let's get some real aliens for the yeah, movie. Yeah, and no, to no, quote no, the no. phrase I said before, Charlton Heston is not Jewish or Hebrew. <coughs> but Cecily DeMille thought he looked like Moses based on a statue. Uh, it's is it St. Peter's Basilica in Italy. Yeah. Hmm. He said, Dad, look, he looks just like Charlton Heston. By his nose. By his nose or something, <laughs> rather. It looks nothing like him. Um, I've been there. <laughs> so, well, anyway. I've um, been there. Mm-hmm. I've seen the statue. Mm-hmm. He, he looks similar-ish. Just, you know, same shape, head and same nose. rest of it, nah. Mm. <laughs> but the point is, he got inspired by that statue. And he thought, ooh, Charlton has to play a good role. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's it. So, yeah, so that's about it for us tonight. I'm not going to say <laughs> more because if I keep saying more, I'll probably say the same things over and over. Well, actually... Ant, that, I want to say Anthony Quinn, the fine actor. He is, I think he's Mexican or something, South American or something. I think he's Mexican. He has played Greeks, Italians. He's played lots of other different things. Any any role which needed an ethnic 
sort of sounding voice and personality, he got the roles. Did anyone ever complain about him playing the Pope in the shoes of the fisherman? Yeah. Don't think so, mm. you know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so anyway. Guys, yeah. So get, get over it, it the actors. Get, get over it, guys. Try to visualise your own version of Moses and yeah. not have to worry about the actor who portrays him. Yeah, exactly right. It's an image. That's all it it's is. It's just creating an image in the for the audience to yeah, relate exactly to. Exactly right. And someone can deliver the lines. Yeah. Convincingly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, got to go. All right. Thanks for listening to this latest podcast, everyone. So we'll see you guys for our next one. So this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying we'll see you guys for our next podcast. Bye for now. Bye, guys. Bye.